like philosophical things for the greater good. Let me play my part. Check to hate. Check like, to is hate. that real? Did that happen? Like, the structure of your brain actually changes. And do you still feel that every day? And then it got time for guitars. Eating disorder, like... I didn't want to die. Tendencies. But I didn't want to live. Yeah. Helpless little girl. You gotta go in the hospital. You feel powerless because the body has a fear reaction. The opportunity to empower. No one can take away my power. I won't take myself out. Artists that are true like that, those are the ones that tend to like create change. like that with a lot of the artists. I like, I feel like they're my best friend, even though, like, <laughs> it gets awkward because you know that they deal with boundary issues with their Definitely, fans. Definitely, yeah, because if, yeah, <laughs> rightfully so. I've seen some of my favorite artists, I don't want to embarrass myself, say who, who they are necessarily, but be like, you know, okay, what's your most annoying thing about meeting fans? And this guy was like, uh, when I just hugged someone, said I love you, they're like, give me a hug. I'm like, I just did. Like, it's never <laughs> enough. And it hurts. It's just like, I can never please these people. Yeah, they just want like, more. I was sitting there going, I can never meet this guy because I'll be that person. <laughs> 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 That'll totally be me. It's not enough. You don't know what your music right, means to me. Right, right. <laughs> when I grew up, it wasn't digital. Well, it was digital, but it was, uh, I would like wear out tapes. Like, you could actually listen to it so much that it was just gone. You have to go buy a new one of the like same cassettes? one. Like cassettes? Yeah. Yes, you've heard of these. Yes, I have a few. <laughs> you do? Yeah. You got them from the Smithsonian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wore out some albums back in the day. So if you could wear out an MP3, <laughs> what album right now would you be wearing out? I would be wearing out... <laughs> We're trying to connect out... to the generations, people. <laughs> I'd probably be wearing out... Um, I, actually, I actually have the, the Veteran album by JPEG Mafia that, on cassette yeah. that I was talking about. No way. Yeah, I do. And then I also have... Uh, Another one I've been listening to a lot lately is uh, it's this new album from Earl Sweatshirt, who's another rapper who's pretty young. Um, it's called Some Rap Songs. I have that on cassette too. Um, You'd look at it and think it was just a mixtape. Right, yeah, it, which is super <laughs> cool. But then I guess outside of hip hop, I've been listening a lot to uh, the Velvet Underground lately because mm -hmm. I had never really listened to them. But I've been sort of looking into their history and talking to friends about it. Um, so, yeah, maybe a Velvet Underground album mm -hmm. too. Maybe Loaded. Interesting. What's been the hardest thing about running the club? Like any really big, uh, big fire-ups or disagreements where people take their music seriously? No, they're actually, <laughs> surprisingly, they're, I really haven't had any issues with just about anything. If there have been issues, they've been resolved very quickly. Um, there's no, no real drama. Like I said, you know, we have that sort that really familial sense with each other. So it's really nice to sort of like have the understanding that like, this isn't just another person, you know, that I'm maybe going to beef with, but it's just like, it's just friends. So you sort of always sort of have that understanding. Um, I'd say the hardest part is kind of just balancing it with school, which is a lot of the reason why a lot of people uh, can't come all the time, which I make 
abundantly clear. It's just like, I understand. You don't have to like apologize that you're not here or anything, which still happens. And I appreciate when people do. Um, But yeah, I totally understand that not everyone can come every week. And like, there's sometimes where I'd be like, damn, you know, it'd be kind of nice if I didn't have hook club tonight, but because I have all this stuff to do. I was wondering how many meetings you've missed. Like that seems hard. I've missed, I've missed zero because, yeah, because I'm, I mean, I'm the president and like the, um, like I run the meetings, but I don't run them yeah. they run themselves yeah. it's it's very easy it but i just like sort the of kind started. of thing that is working best if it's left alone exactly that's exactly what it is and exactly what i what i want and then sometimes i'll have to steer conversations a certain way mm-hmm. or not have to but one of our <laughs> sometimes we like to get sidetracked with conversations and just sort of talk about like philosophical things we talk about subjectivity, objectivity, mm-hmm. um, just a bunch of stuff that you could talk about forever and never have a clear answer. So sometimes we'll have to like, okay, remember we're here for the album, so let's kind of go You've back. You've brought that up a few times, like subjectively listen to an album and then objectively listen to an album. Yeah, and I, I probably have said those words so often because I hear them so much in Hook Club too. Well, give me an example. That's interesting. I can see how you can get off track with that. Yeah, well, essentially... Yeah, we talk a lot just about like the subjective quality of music and sort of what we were talking about earlier with um, sort of just like with the emotions that that rise up in you when you listen to something and you don't have to know why, stuff like that, compared to the objective, you know, quality of music when, when you're talking about technicality, um, stuff like that where you bring in certain aspects of what like makes sense on paper or even just like historical context or anything like that what they've thrown into the album um so stuff that's less abstract and more concrete so like those are sort of the two different ways we end up talking about albums sometimes um and we do rate albums at the end and ratings aren't meant to be taken too seriously but i just like to rate i like to have a collective rating so we can sort of look back quickly at a meeting recap and just see like, oh yeah, did we like this album or did we not? Mm-hmm. Um, ratings are something actually though that... It's <clears throat> hard to do. It's hard and we changed our system this year. It depends what mood you're in. Absolutely it does. And it depends how the discussion went and all that stuff. But we used to do, uh, we used to do a scale of one to 10, pretty, pretty standard, but it's one to 10 is like a pretty big uh, range to have. And after like two years, we kind of realized that every album was either like a six and a half or seven and a half. So it was all just the same thing. So we made it really bare bones this year and we decided to just do thumbs up, which is, you know, I enjoyed the listen, thumbs to the side, which is like, I'm completely indifferent or thumbs down, which is, I did not enjoy the listen. You went like ancient Rome on it. Yeah, seriously, because the other one just had no meaning. So yeah, this one has been nicer, I think. Interesting. Yeah. So has Hook Club um, helped you prepare for your future in education at all? Do you think you'll use music as a teacher and be better at it because you've analyzed so many songs? Yeah. Well, maybe not even for the song part, but... I definitely think without a doubt that Hook Club has helped me 
in just a sort of like, uh, not like leading a classroom. I guess I'm technically leading a classroom with Hook Club, but it definitely doesn't feel that way. But then again, that's kind of how I would want it to feel if, if I'm a teacher in the future too. I don't want it to feel like I'm leading a classroom. I want it to sort of have that like, in it for the greater good sort of feeling rather than just like, I'm the teacher, you're the students. Um, you're gonna listen to me, we're gonna do this stuff. It's a much more fluid give and take, things like that. I have, I have a lot of criticisms with um, like the cliche teacher, you know, like talking like this talking when you like have people. little kids. Yeah, it's like super condescending and it, I, I, I kind of can't stand it. Um, and also just the fact that so many teachers have that sort of like, I'm the teacher, you're the student, do what I say. Um, I feel like we're moving in the right direction just as uh, the program at the U here is amazing because they don't do it that way. So I feel like the next wave of teachers will be like in a lot better direction. But yeah, Hook Club to me has definitely solidified the sort of like mindset I'd like to have and just attitude and environment that I want to create in, in a future classroom. Yeah, what you said a second ago is like straight out of the Tao Te Ching. There's this line, I don't remember what chapter, but he's talking about leadership and he's like, you know, if the leader is horrible, he's feared. Um, if the leader is average, people put up with it, something like that. And if the leader is great, the people say, we did this ourselves. Mm. I feel like you just quoted Lao Tzu without even noticing. That's super cool. Yeah, like, I, well, I, yeah. I totally agree with it, yeah. <laughs> well, it just shows how, you know, that's 2,500 years ago, it's always been true. Absolutely, Great yeah. leaders are almost invisible, you know. The people are like, look what we did. Definitely. So, yeah, the art as a healer and art as a teacher thing, to me, I feel like, is important because now if you do go into teaching you have a chance to instill this in people at a young age where maybe if they pick up an instrument they've got a lot of talent and their parents are like hey that's that's good for fun but that's not a living you know exactly you, yeah they've got someone else saying wait this is valuable this Absolutely. does mean something yeah and i think um even more than just music because music to me has been something that i've held on to since i think i started listening or like really enjoying music in fifth or sixth grade when I would just start listening routinely to stuff. But recently, um, the past couple years in college, just like any form of art to me, I've gravitated so much more towards. And yeah, I've, I've picked up an interest in photography. I'm taking uh, a drawing class next semester too. Just You're this renaissance man waiting to bloom. <laughs> Coming up. Piano and drawing. Photography. I took photography last drawing. the last two semesters. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah, I'm trying to because I'm trying to like. <laughs> I feel like I need to catch up, you know, or like I not need to catch up, but like I want to take these classes when I have the opportunity yeah. to, so and it's tricky. not so much more of like a curveball. Yeah. When it's sort of just along the way. It's so tricky in school. You want to really crush your major, and you're thinking about where the career is going to take you, and this and that, and then you're like maybe end of junior year, beginning of senior year, and you look back and you're like, shit, I thought I was going to take French Lit. Just yeah. at some point I'd have some free time and it's fucking gone. What am yeah, I going to do? Yeah, I mean, that happened pretty oh, quickly. God. And I've taken some great electives, but there are so many, so many classes here that I see that I just want to, like, take. 
I think they'd be so interesting. I wish I'd taken more art classes. I yeah. took one art history class, and it was so fascinating just how, I mean, you kind of, it sucks to reduce it into language because it speaks for itself, but um, I, I feel like the artists are like the spiritual leaders of every generation. Oh, yeah. You know? Um, and it just, they, they play an important role in society, they, and a few of them get known, a few of them get compensated, but most don't. You know? Yeah, most absolutely. Of them were, most of the greats were broke and hungry mm -hmm. while they were alive, and you just, you just try to find some way to appreciate it now. Yeah. You know? And I think just something I gravitate towards with any artist is just the fact that, like, like you were saying, you know, like the, so, so many great artists just being broke or, you know, not having things that you should have like in this in this life um sometimes the necessities of life but the fact that you love this shit so much that like that's all you do mm -hmm. that's all you're motivated to do and like nothing else matters and that's like that's truly about the most admirable thing i think you can find in someone get the music behind the mission Hate Becoming by Kelly Nicole on iTunes and Spotify. If you guys haven't checked out the merch table, join the movement. Buy the album. Get your Kelly Nicole band merch and donate what you can at kellynicolefoundation.org. Courage is from Amplified!